0: Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at PurdueGlobal.edu. Welcome to Fitness Disrupted, a production of iHeartRadio. I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted. Fit tip: one exercise. I don't do That's simple. Now you can do it if you want, and I'll tell you how and why, but I don't. And what exercise is that? It's the kettlebell swing. Okay. The kettlebell swing. That's where you swing, you open your legs, wide stance, and you swing the kettlebell with either one hand or two, between your legs, and then you bring it up to shoulder height. I mean, some people go higher. You debate all that, but we're not going to because I don't do it. Why don't I do it? Well, let me give you again a little definition of what a kettlebell swing is, and some of the reasons I don't do it are right in that definition. Kettlebell swing is a basic ballistic exercise. Let me stop right there. (laughs) Uh, Basic and ballistic usually don't go in the same sentence, not side by side. Ballistic is a fast movement. Think of box jumps. Ballistic, you're asking your muscles to contract really quickly. That's challenging. So basic and ballistic, I would argue it's not basic. I will definitely argue it's not basic. But let's go on. Kettlebell swing is a basic ballistic exercise used to train the posterior chain in a manner similar to broad jumping. How many of you broad jump? Just asking. It involves moving the bell in a pendulum motion from between the knees to anywhere between eye level to fully overhead and can be performed either two-handed or using one hand. Now, this is just one definition. There are people out there listening who love kettlebells, who teach kettlebells, who are saying, that's not the way I do it, whether it's the eye level or overhead and debate there, all of that. I don't do it. Personally, I don't do it. Now, you'll notice I'm not saying you can't do it. I have many podcasts where I talk about people having to put down other types of exercise, cardio, strength, whatever, to just support their biases, what they like to get clicks, all that stuff. No, I'm just, I'm going to give you reasons why. Now, I always look at the risk-reward ratio elements in exercise. And for my purposes, for my goals, this movement, way too high risk-reward ratio. This is a complex advanced movement, I would argue, not a basic. Ballistic exercise. People think it is. People pick it up and start going to town right away. Now, this is a complex advanced movement, as I said. It requires, in my opinion, experience a good deal of kinesthetic awareness. What is kinesthetic awareness? That's when you have the ability to know where your body is in space, basically. Gymnasts are born with, generally speaking, more kinesthetic awareness than most. You can train that, but it's, it's knowing your body positioning. And how many times back when I was a trainer, I would have a client maybe doing something, a, a basic exercise like a dumbbell row, and I'd say, flatten your back. And they'd say, it is. And I'd say, it's not even close, right? They don't have the ability to know where their body is in space. And that's one reason, as much as people make fun of mirrors in gyms, You should use them for those purposes to make sure you have proper body positioning. So, now we take a movement that, let's go to a deadlift. Deadlift is an advanced exercise, okay? Why? One of the most challenging things we can do to our body, or one of the, uh, up in that list of challenging moves, is load our spine in flexion. Bend over and pick up something heavy. Okay? That's how many people throw out their backs, Because they are bending over, picking up something heavy with poor posture, poor form, and they hurt their back. And it may be at that moment or it may be over time. And it's oftentimes over time. And this is why I talk about so often the exercise itself is not blamed for the injury because you do bad kettlebell swings for a couple weeks, a couple months, All of a sudden you go to bend over to pick up your toothbrush and you throw out your back. And you don't necessarily blame those poor kettlebell swings for the last two months. So, again, my opinion, complex advanced movement, extremely high risk reward ratio, requires a great deal of kinesthetic awareness. And you're loading your spine in flexion. So you're taking a deadlift. Now you're adding movement into it. And you're not only adding movement into it, you're adding weight under your body. So you're loading your spine inflection, you're adding movement, and the amount of weight you choose is problematic. So if you go too light, that's an issue. If you go too heavy, that's an issue. And most people aren't really good at choosing those weights, especially when they're starting. Now, again, there's those of you listening who are really advanced. I'm okay with you doing it. I'm okay with you doing it, (laughs) if that's what you want to do, based on your goals especially sports-specific goals or, you know, different reasons why you would do this that tie into specifics. But when we're talking weight loss, we're talking fixing weak links, we're talking building a base of strength, this is a problem. This is a problem. And the main concern for me is your lower back. Your lower back, you're swinging a weight underneath your body It requires a high level of expertise. Not only to do the movement itself, but I've literally watched videos in kettlebells where I watch the person pick it up or especially put it down. And they may have done the exercise correctly. And then when they go to put it down, you're like, oh my gosh, super heavy, bad form, fatigued. And again, it's not going to necessarily hurt or injure you right then, it's cumulative. It's the bending of the credit card over and over and over again till it fails on the 100th, 200th, 300th time. So picking it up and putting it down is a concern that's not talked about enough. And then what is super important is the technical versus muscular failure. Far too often... Kettlebell swings are programmed in a way that's as many reps as possible or done by time to the point where you should have quit three, four, ten repetitions before you did. And then you go to put it down when you're completely fatigued and mm, you just, just did a minor, you know, tweak that over time is going to add up. So technical versus muscular failure based on the way it is programmed, all of these things are an issue. And I know that people will throw out that term functional, and over the years I've evolved my definition of functional, all strength is functional. Yes, there's movements that more closely replicate our movements in real life and sports, and we want to do those, specific adaptations to impose demands principle, of course. But when in life are we swinging something underneath our legs like that? I can't really think of any time throughout the day when I'm doing something that really closely replicates a kettlebell swing. So once again, I am just saying I personally don't do this for these reasons. And at 52 doing all that I have done with the events and racing and traveling the world and all those kind of things, I'm injury free. Now you have different goals and you're competing in certain events that require this type of stuff. Then you have to do it. And if you do, do these movements, and it's totally up to you to say that one final time. Your choice can be a part of your routine, but you really have to have the requisite strength to start with. You have to do it with perfect form, every rep, I would argue. You have to do it with the correct weight, and you have to know when to quit. And that's asking a lot of the average person. Now, even doing a show like this feels kind of weird because I don't like it when people tell me, you know, that we weren't born to run as I just did a show. Yeah, we were. The science is there. So in other words, like, I don't want to yuck your yum, as I said in that episode. If you love kettlebells, more power to you. Don't get hurt and do everything I just said. Perfect form, correct weight, no one to quit. And you need to... Earn the right to do it first, and that takes time. And that's one of my final issues, is that far too often, trainers, people who aren't necessarily well-educated, experienced, have people doing these movements too early, too hard, in the wrong way. And again, they don't get injured necessarily during that session itself. It is a horrible, cumulative thing that quite often ends up with a lower back issue. I don't want to lower back issue people. And so I'm going to do other movements to strengthen my core, to strengthen other things. And that's my personal choice. And this one is yours, but I'm just giving you the science so you can make the correct choice for you. Cause far too many of you now with YouTube and, you know, trainers being able to program things around the world with little to no education experience, you got to know what you're getting into. And I don't want you to get hurt. All right, there you go. And listen, I, I own a dumbbell. Or it's a dumbbell. I own a kettlebell. I own several different products like this, okay? But I'm doing different movements with it. <laughs> I'm picking my exercise. That's what's so great about a product like a kettlebell. There's so many other things you can do as well if you want. Your choice. There you go. Leave it at that. All right, fit tip. One exercise I personally don't do. You can if you want, but follow those guidelines and know why you're doing it and what your ultimate goal is. Thank you for listening. Want to reach out and say how angry you are that I don't do something you love? Let me know. But again, I just want you to... Have the best information so you can make your best choices, so you can live your best life. Tom H. Fit is Instagram and Twitter. If you want to reach out, Tom H. Fit, go to fitnessdisrupted.com. Email me through the site. And The Microworkup Plan is my most recent book. Thank you for listening. I am Tom Holland, exercise physiologist, certified sports nutritionist, and lover of everything health and wellness. Thank you for listening and believe in yourself. Fitness Disrupted is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. It's time
1: for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. any disease.